You're listening to Images Podcast. I am Joseph J. Erdo, and this is Crime Comics. A few years ago, I had the pleasure of speaking with Phoenix resident Mitch Gerritz, a comic book illustrator who is best known for his much-lauded work at DC Comics with writer Tom King on Mr. Miracle, Batman, and the Sheriff of Babylon. Other past credits include The Punisher, The Activity, and Doctor Who. Today, I am pleased to present a portion of that discussion, which took place on Breakthrough Entertainment, a local talk radio show for which I served as producer and co-host, alongside Dave Isaac and Eric Reinhardt. Joining us right now in studio is comic book illustrator Mitch Jareds. Thank you so much for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me. And of course, uh, you, you have the, the comic book series uh, Sheriff of Babylon, right? Yes, correct. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so uh, the Sheriff of Babylon is from uh, DC Comics Vertigo Comics. It's kind of their mature readers line. And uh, it's a crime story that takes place in 2004 Baghdad, right after the invasion. Um, you know, real, real world kind of noir, uh, no crazy aliens or anything like that uh what kind of sets it apart is tom king the writer uh who's now the current writer of batman and uh, a bunch of really popular books right now but before he got into comics he was a cia operations officer doing counterterrorism work and so it's kind of his first time talking about the war that he remembers while he was there and so it's kind of a really personal book for him and it's become a very personal book for me and we're super proud of it wow that's amazing that's and you've got other credits as well in, in yeah. addition to that right yeah so before right before the sheriff of babylon i did 20 issues of the punisher for marvel one of my and, favorites uh, which has been awesome seeing the new daredevil show because they've <laughs> used a lot from our book on it which is great and he's gonna have his own spinoff now, yeah yeah they just announced that which is great and his uh john Bernthal's announcement for the show used my art so that's really neat. yeah and then uh before uh, the Punisher I did a book called The Activity for Image Comics and that was a uh, real world special operations kind of book oh fantastic fantastic so what does it take to be great at what you do and you are great at what you do um so it, it's kind of an interesting question um it's become two things in the indus- in the way the industry is currently um one you have to be you have to have the talent and the you know however however you in see terms that of as, creative art I mean yeah. illustrations yep and so like the ability and the talent includes not only just being able to draw well but storytelling and all that but then also there's a whole other side that I think a lot of um, I always try to when younger people come up to me and ask how to break in and stuff is the business side of it um, I did graphic design for about five years before I got into comic illustration so I kind of got that business side working right. for me and uh yeah there's a whole business angle that i think a lot of people forget because they they're all, they're so excited to do comics because it's a thing that we all love and we all remember as kids and we all embrace but it, it's a, it's publishing so there's a business side to it well that that totally makes sense and uh, now i well i never was in too much to to comic books at all growing up and how is it different though i mean or is it as it how how maybe how it's evolved for example let's say 50 60 years ago. yeah i i think the biggest way that it's evolved is that uh movies have made it cooler you know 
I don't think uh, you know kids can now wear a Batman shirt to school and not get made fun of. Whereas in yeah. my my day and age, if I wore a Batman shirt to school, people would point at me and hey, nerd. So it's evolved uh, quite a bit. It's more acceptable. Yeah. So is it is it a growing industry much more than it used to be? Or how absolutely, there was a there was a big boom in the '90s. Um, in the '90s, comics were. Uh, there's a big speculative market, so everyone thought they were gonna get rich off mm. buying comics and storing them and saving them for their. I know kids. someone, <laughs> a neighbor. Yeah, you too. Yeah, I, I know a, guy a huge that, box of them. Well, this guy had a like a whole house full of them, oh, every yeah. room, and he started selling. But guess what? The guy was making hundreds of thousands of dollars. Oh yeah, in the '90s it was big, and then it kind of burst. And uh, now I think there's a lot more emphasis on the actual craft of buying and reading it and appreciating it for so not what just it is buying for investment purposes yeah. but appreciate the art yep. and the storyline i think people are really into the stories these days yeah wow and yours is more adult related material. yeah yep ours is it's it's pretty rough at times but uh yeah it's it's very real um my wife she'll go over it sometimes and kind of cringe but uh is that true do you cringe yes <laughs> She cringes. Yeah, I mean it's it's it, the storyline is amazing, but I mean it's it's a reality comic book. So uh, you gotcha. look, you read it and you're like, wow. I mean, you really appreciate. Do you get into you political are. stuff? Um, not so much. Um, Tom and I's big point of the book is to make it about the people and not about the event. I got. So you. it's it's a story about people and the area that it takes place in rather than the brouhaha that's surrounding it. So, so Lauren, yes. you're the lovely wife. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no doubt. And so, uh, how, how are you involved? Do you edit all this stuff? Uh, um, yes, but he never asked for my opinion. <laughs> ah, gotcha. <laughs> so well, get, get that uh, lady back on the matchmaker. No. Oh, we, okay. So go ahead. Um, yeah, it's indirectly you know editing so i'll give feedback and then he'll explain why he did something the way it was so that i back off but Uh, do you ever win though (laughs) (laughs) i mean i i didn't grow up reading comic books i only got into it when we started dating is that what attracted you to him um no (laughs) (laughs) i mean it's not a lot of people this is a definitely a different profession yeah um so yes of course it's wow you do comic books and yeah. <laughs> we go to you know we go to cons together and i sit at the table with him and oh and you know help and be a support but this cool. is it takes so much time to create one of these monthly books. oh i believe it and 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 uh, mitch what i appreciate about you is that you're living your love your passion and i don't care what industry it is and this is, you have to have talent. If you've ever seen me try to draw, it's pathetic. <laughs> Stick figures. <laughs> I always admire people that has that eye, that talent for drawing. Because I, I have no clue where to even start. Yeah. no. Uh, Could you teach me? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I, I do believe, I think there's, you know, there's that whole argument of like, is it inherent or is it a thing that can be yeah, taught? Yeah. And I think maybe it's a little bit inherent, but I think it can be taught. Really? I think it's a skill that can be taught. Mm. Um, maybe the lon- longevity of it is a thing that's more inside of you. Gotcha. But uh, what yeah, am- I know a lot of artists who are huge now who uh, are completely self-taught, no formal training. Oh, nothing. wow. Yeah. Amazing to me. Mm. I, or how about you? Are you good at... No. 
I'm not either. I just <laughs> absolutely. I think not. it's a tremendous <laughs> talent. You you have to be seeing something that the well, average you. person doesn't see. Yeah. I, I, how about you? I can't draw. No, it's, it's, no. it's such a talent. I, what amazes me is how you make the characters look the same every time you draw them. <laughs> That's a tough part of it. Oh, it really is. is. Like oh. even when they turn their heads and it's a different angle yeah. than you're drawing them, it still looks like that character. Yeah. Oh, no, wow. Uh, especially with Sheriff of Babylon, there's these three main characters and like I always try to tell people this and not sound like a crazy person, but like the, the story and everything means so much to me, me and Tom that they feel like real people. And I'm oh, just kind cool. of telling their story, which is, it's a really cool thing. I like it. So you identify. Yeah, absolutely. And and that uh, great actors do that. Yeah, yeah. And they know when to not do that, too. Oh. But um, that makes it even better because you're fully engaged in what you're doing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That yeah. is, that's great advice. Uh, it is, it is. So what would you say for, you know, in ter- speaking of advice, if there are anyone, if there's anyone out there who's listening, or I mean, they admire comics, uh, they want to get in the industry, I mean, what what advice would you have? Or maybe maybe kids out there who are listening and they say... Yeah, our kids, um, especially like when, when you're young, is just draw, just have fun. Um, the, the two things I remember growing up that I always try to impart is that don't worry about doing a fantastic, amazing illustration just doodle and you know erase and who cares um just have fun with it um and then as you get farther let's say you really want to be a comic artist and you've got some talent and everything and uh if you know you're in your just finishing high school or something like that and that's what you want to do as a career is get really good at backgrounds they're really it it's a boring thing to think of and want to draw because everyone wants to just draw spider-man doing his thing (laughs) and they don't care about everything around him but if you can get good at backgrounds you're gonna be leagues ahead of everyone else and the publishers will care a lot more but uh for me um i i've gotten so into drawing backgrounds that now they're the part that i enjoy and then when i have to draw people i'm that's the sluggish part oh wow yeah oh that's very fascinating and why is why is that do you think Um, why are backgrounds so critical i think people forget that environment is as important or more important to a story than people um, because the people have to exist in a space otherwise you're not telling a story you're just showing pictures okay gotcha and and that's a talent in itself is being able to write a story absolutely and and so you can have one without the other so that doesn't work but yeah both uh is that was that difficult yeah no um it's it's been awesome working with tom we just get along super well and we our storytelling ideas are pretty similar so we shoot emails back and forth and call each other and could it great stuff yeah could it ever evolve into a a tv series potentially yeah i actually have a the activity the one of the previous books i did just got picked up from by paramount so oh hopefully we'll be seeing something from them soon comic book or graphic novel comic book so oh, uh interesting yeah so graphic novel if you want to get all technical about it graphic novel would be a term for a long form story presented in one volume okay where oh. a comic book would be a thing that comes out regularly and oh, then can eventually be collected ah, into makes sense. something okay how regularly by the way uh, so my book comes out once a month. Uh, so that's a lot of work. Yeah. So the first, we're doing it kind of like a, a TV show, kind of like a true detective model. So uh, we're going to do seasons. So the first season will be a complete story, and that'll be 12 issues, and then there'll be a little break, 
<clears throat> and then they've uh, already greenlit a season two, so we'll go back and do oh. another twelve issues. Oh. And now I, I just have, and then Joseph, back to you. I, how many uh, sales do you? I mean, how many readership? People, yeah, readership would be the the yeah. terminology. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> the numbers are kind of a mystery to me. Uh, we're told it does really well. Um, it's sticking around. They greenlit a season two, so that's mm-hmm. you know indication. But uh, you know, we it, it's a book that I think has. I mean, we're so proud of it, and we uh, we think it's you know a really good story, and we're just trying to get it in front of as many people as possible. And sometimes real world things are a, a tougher sell than men in capes, just because you know a right. lot of people go in with escapism, or they they see that it's a book that takes place in the Iraq War, and they immediately assume mm-hmm. political things, and they stay away from it. And uh, it, it's a book not about the politics of it; it's a book about people. And uh, you know, Tom. Well, Tom was over there. His specific job was dealing with the people, and it's kind of, you know, the the personalities and people he remembers. Wow. So, so as far as a number, it's they don't disclose it. Uh, the publisher or they do. I don't know if the publisher does, but there's some website or something yeah. that puts out numbers. I don't but really must be pay attention darn to good it, if, if you're picking up the second. Season. Yeah, I hope so, so yeah. yeah. And, and I'm sure that he's probably just focused on the creativity of it and, you know, creation right. of it, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yep. Um, you know, we're just doing the best book we can and try to get it in as many myths as possible. Do you have, it like, a fan club? I mean, do people write to you and say, hey, I, cool. I've got, like, a... So I'm, I'm pretty active on Twitter, so at... Mitch Garrett's my name. Yeah. And then uh, I'm on Facebook. Uh, I have a Facebook page called uh, Mitch Garrett's Illustration. So it's just Facebook.com slash Mitch Garrett's Illustration. What would you recommend um, to, and you had a similar question, but uh, to, to youngsters, let's say, or even, you don't have to be a youngster. I mean, I guess, what if someone wanted, like an adult wanted to switch careers? How would they go about that? Is it good to talk to other people that like yourself that does this and get advice or mm-hmm. or is there a school for example that teaches us yeah what's the, what's there, the education yeah idea? there's um there's a lot of different programs uh within college and i think even high school that have comic specialties uh, hmm. there's even some schools like i know i i went to the university of wisconsin stout and uh maybe a few years after i left they actually started a comic major did they really? Yeah, that's and that's uh, it's becoming a more common thing. Um, it's funny, like I don't know. I'll, I'll be perfectly honest. I don't know if I I'm a big proponent of those because yeah. I think that there's other areas that you can study in to get a lot broader knowledge mm-hmm. and then apply that stuff to comics. Right. Uh, whereas I think sometimes. Like my my biggest complaint about college, and I learned so much. I went, I went for graphic design, and I learned so much about graphic design. But you do there's this sense of art being art, and uh, you know it's all subjective. Whereas I think um, comic books is it's publishing, and it's a, it's a commercial art. So you're doing art for a purpose for whatever. So there is rules and there is standards, yeah. and it's not as subjective. Thank you so much for joining us here in studio. Thanks so much for having me. This has been a production of Images Arizona. Visit ImagesArizona.com for more stories that celebrate the outstanding work of individuals who contribute to a vibrant, creative, and caring community in Arizona.